0: To get the latest news as well as fun bonuses, be sure to sign up for my weekly Herbal Newsletter. Okay, grab your cup of tea, let's dive in. The health benefits of Self-Heal Plant are so amazing, but sadly, the Self-Heal Plant is often dismissed as a weed. In this episode, I'm sharing some fascinating new research on Self-Heal, also known as Prunella vulgaris, as well as share some favorite Self-Heal recipes to protect your skin and keep you cool. Western herbalists love to love weeds. We hold up our golden dandelions as if they're a golden chalice and we praise the spread of the humble plantain. But what about that small purple mint lurking in our lawns with a panacea-like name? Self-heal, heal-all, woundwort are all common names for Prunella vulgaris. The genus name Prunella comes from the German word for quincy, a severe sore throat caused by a tonsil abscess, for which self-heal is said to be the cure. The species name, vulgaris, meaning common, indicates the plant's ubiquitous nature. Self-heal is often overlooked in Western herbalism. You won't find it in a lot of herb books. But Chinese herbalists have long revered this powerful plant, and in recent years, researchers have been confirming self-heal's many benefits. There's a lot of fascinating new research studies, especially in regards to skin health and cancer. Are you turning into this episode because you already have a special relationship with self I'd love to hear about your relationship in the comments on YouTube or on the official page, herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. Your comments mean a lot to me. I love cultivating a kind-hearted community of plant-loving folks. Plus, it's always interesting and insightful to hear the experiences of plant lovers out there. Your suggestion may also help others. Okay, let's dive in. Self-heal energetics. Strongly cooling in nature, self-heal is often used for signs of heat such as boils, hot rashes, sore throats, and sunstroke. Self-heal is so cooling that there are even warnings about it. In the Chinese herbal medicine Materia Medica book, it says that self-heal, due to its cool nature, could harm someone who already has weak digestion, if it's taken in large amounts over time. I realize you might be wondering what exactly I mean by self-heal being a cool plant. Now, this is not a commentary on its popularity. Instead, it's even more basic than that. You know how refreshing it is to eat a melon, a cucumber, or drink lemonade on a hot summer's day? All of these foods are cooling in nature. They help your body deal with external heat. The cooling nature of self-heal is the same concept, whether you are dealing with external heat of the sun or internal heat, such as a boil or rash. Understanding whether a plant is cooling or warming is part of the study of herbal energetics. Whether this is your first video with me or your 17th, you should know that I love herbal energetics, and I consider this an essential part of herbalism. Without herbal energetics, it's hard to really know how herbs work and how to get the best results when working with them. Okay, sure, you could simply memorize many of Self-Heal's uses. However, you'd be missing out on understanding its special affinities, Instead, when you apply simple herbal energetics, you'll have a deeper understanding of the health benefits of self-heal. If you're new to the concepts of herbal energetics and understanding if a plant or a condition is hot or cold, then I highly recommend my free herbal jumpstart course. This short video course takes you through the ins and outs of herbal energetics, and by the time you finish, you'll have increased your herbal knowledge tenfold. This course is entirely free to everyone who joins my herbal newsletter community. In addition to getting the free herbal jumpstart course, you'll also hear from me every Wednesday with my best herbal tips and recipes. You can sign up using the link in the video description or at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. Okay, now that we know that self is cooling in nature, let's see how that applies to the many ways we can work with this plant. Self-heal can heal wounds and protect your skin. One of the health benefits of self-heal plants is how wonderfully it can heal wounds and protect the skin. The term for this is a vulnerary herb. Self-heal can be used for a variety of minor injuries to the skin, including scrapes and cuts and burns. It can be used to draw out infections such as boils and abscesses. And due to self-heal's cooling abilities, it's especially indicated when there are signs of redness or warmth several studies have shown that cell has the ability to protect skin cells from uva and uvb radiation in one in vitro study researchers looked at cell as an herbal photoprotectant and concluded that it may offer defense against the sun when used in skin products a 2018 in vitro study concluded that their findings regarding self fuel and skin health indicate that treatment with self-heal extract has a potential protective effect against UVB-induced photoaging and photoinflammation. While we're waiting for human clinical trials to confirm these findings, self-heal infused oils can be a nourishing addition to your skincare regimen. I'll share how to make my favorite self-heal skin serum, which you can use to nourish your skin in just a bit. Self-heal cools summer heat and soothes your eyes. Taken as a tea, self-heal can cool your body by dispersing internal heat. In Chinese medicine, it's used to prevent and address summer heat and summer rashes caused by heat stroke. But you don't have to wait until you have sunstroke. I recommend drinking self-heal teas on hot summer days. I'll share my favorite simple cold infusion with you later in this episode. Chinese medicine also recommends self-heal for signs of heat in the eyes, including redness, conjunctivitis, and tearing. Self-heal kills viruses and modulates the immune system. Numerous studies have shown that self-heal has antiviral properties, especially against the herpes simplex virus. Researchers have shown that it inhibits the binding ability of the virus, making it most effective at preventing and stopping new outbreaks. A 2021 study involving an in vitro antiviral testing confirmed that Self-Heal substantially and stably inhibited acyclovir-resistant herpes strains. They went on to say that Self-Heal worked better than acyclovir, which they were using as a positive control. Their final conclusion is that overall, our findings support Self-Heal as a potential drug resource for anti-herpes simple virus therapy. In a 2021 study, researchers concluded that self-heal extracts may be developed into a novel approach to the coronavirus infection, based on their initial in vitro study. It'll be interesting to see that research develop further as well. Self-heal helps soothe sore throats and upper respiratory infections. In addition to stopping viral outbreaks, self-heal contains polysaccharides that are known to modulate the immune system, which helps your body ward off infections. As I mentioned earlier, self-heal has long been used to address sore throats and was historically used against Quincy, a sore throat caused by tonsil abscesses. Self-heal is also a gentle and effective lymphatic, which can help address the swollen lymph glands that often accompany a sore throat. I like to include self-heal in my sore throat spray recipes. My favorite sore throat spray recipe is in our book, Wild Remedies. It's a combination of three powerful herbs, including echinacea, yarrow, and of course, self-heal. If you already own Wild Remedies, then you can find that recipe on page 311. When Emily Hahn and I wrote Wild Remedies, we wrote way too many plant monographs. They simply wouldn't fit into one book. So we had to pull some of them, but we decided we would include three plants as bonus downloads, so when you buy the book, you can get those. Those plants are Self-Heal, Calendula, and Rose. If you own Wild Remedies, but you haven't gotten your bonus downloads, then find the simple instructions to do that at the end of the book. If you haven't yet bought Wild Remedies, then what are you waiting for? This book is perfect for you if you love trustworthy information about plants that grow around you, plus lots of unique recipes for food and medicine. You can find Wild Remedies wherever books are sold. Please consider asking your local bookstore to order it in for you. Self-Heal and Thyroid Health. Chinese herbalists have long worked with Self-Heal to improve thyroid health. In recent years, there have been many studies looking at Self-Heal's effect on the thyroid. There are interesting studies showing Self-Heal's ability to reduce thyroid nodules, address Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and even to address thyroid cancer. These studies are promising, and I look forward to seeing clinical trials with humans. Self-Heal addresses cancer. Many in vitro studies using self-heal extracts on lung, liver, and lymphoma cancer cells have shown promising results. Self-heal has also been shown to reduce excess estrogen, and researchers hypothesize that it may have the potential to address estrogen-dependent cancers. In one human clinical trial involving patients with breast cancer, 424 people were split into two groups. One group received conventional treatment alongside a self-heal extract, and the other group received conventional treatment and a placebo. Those people taking self-heal had fewer side effects from the drugs and fewer deaths over a period of three years. The researchers concluded that self-heal may be a potential adjuvant medicine for breast cancer treatment. To date, there are very few human clinical trials involving self-heal and cancer, but I hope that the existing promising research will gain more interest for future clinical trials. Let's give a round of applause for self-heal. I hope this episode so far has given you a deeper appreciation for the health benefits of the self-heal plant. In other words, don't dismiss this powerful weed. Reach for self-heal to cool you down, to protect your skin, to heal wounds, to ward off viral infections and even to support thyroid health. How to identify selfheal? Selfheal is a member of the mint family, which is called Lamiaceae, and has the classic characteristics of this family. For example, the purple flowers have a lipped shape appearance and they grow on spikes. The ovate or lanceolate leaves grow opposite from each other on the stem, and the stems are square. This plant grows close to the ground but can get up to a foot in height. It loves damp, shady places and often grows in lawns. It will also grow in the full sun. It grows all over the globe and readily spreads once established. Harvesting cautions. Self-heal does not have any strong lookalikes, although some people may misidentify bugleweed, ground ivy, or purple dead nettle, all of which are edible and or medicinal. Self-heal recipes. For this episode I have two favorite self-heal recipes to share with you. One is for protecting your skin and the other is for cooling you down in the summer heat. Both of these recipes come from our live online herbal medicine making course, Rooted Medicine Circle. This course is a 10 month journey to strengthen your connection to the earth around you while learning how to make potent herbal medicines. We enroll this popular course only once a year sometime in January. So if you're interested, check out the show notes to get signed up on the waiting list. Let's start with Self-Heal Skin Serum. This is a luxurious recipe that can potentially protect your skin from sun damage. For best results, use it daily in the morning and night. It can also be used to simply restore and rejuvenate your skin. To make this, you'll need the following ingredients. Two cups of a carrier oil Jojoba, apricot kernel oil, or grapeseed oil are all nice choices. One and a half cups freshly dried self-heal flowers and leaves. One tablespoon rosemary antioxidant extract. That's optional, but I recommend it. And 15 to 30 drops of lavender essential oil. To make this recipe, Begin by placing the carrier oil and cell feel into a blender or food processor. Blend it on high until it creates a rich green slurry and the container feels warm to the touch. Using a spatula, scrape out the mixture into a pint jar and then cover that with a tight-fitting lid and always label. Let that sit for about three to four weeks. You wanna check on it frequently, giving it a stir or a shake practically every day. When it's done, strain the mixture through several layers of cheesecloth, let the oil sit in the tightly covered jar for about 24 hours, and then pour off the oil, leaving any small herbal residue behind. If you'd like, add the rosemary antioxidant and the essential oils at this point. Use a funnel to pour the oil into a clean dropper bottle, and to use, rub a small amount into your face and neck. I like to use more at night and then a bit less in the morning. Your next recipe is a super simple way to make a cooling tea. Are you feeling parched or overwhelmed by hot weather? This refreshing drink is the perfect way to cool down and it can be enjoyed throughout the day. Self-Heal, as I shared, is renowned for clearing heat from the body. Mint helps to disperse heat through the skin and mallow offers soothing relief for dry tissues. I like this drink chilled, like right out of the fridge, but it can also be enjoyed at room temperature. To make this, you'll need the following ingredients. One large handful of fresh self leaves and flowers, chopped. Two tablespoons fresh mint leaves, chopped. And one tablespoon fresh mallow leaves, chopped. And about four cups of water. To make this recipe, place all the herbs into a quart jar, fill the jar with room temperature water, cover the jar and let it sit in the refrigerator for a few hours or overnight. Then strain through a fine mess strainer, pressing down on the herbs to extract as much of the liquid as possible. Drink throughout the day as desired, but drink it up within 24 hours. And I have to give a shout out to my friend, Matt Burke, who took this photo. Matt taught me a lot about photography, which helped me take a lot of my own photos for both my books. And while we were doing this photo shoot for this particular recipe, he happened to snap the photo just as a hummingbird was zooming by. Great shot. If you'd like a free printable recipe card of these self-heal recipes, then visit the show notes at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. Also pick up a copy of our book, Wild Remedies, to get more insights and recipes for many other plants, including your bonus chapter on self-heal all right you stuck till the end so here's your self-heal fun fact the doctrine of signatures is the idea that plant parts can resemble the use or organ that they benefit this idea has been around for thousands of years and while i wouldn't test out an herb using this method it can be a good memory device an example of the doctrine of signatures includes a walnut looking like a brain And yes, walnuts are great for brain health. Check out my interview with Nina Lauren for more information. So what does this have to do with self-heal? Well, the purple flowers of self-heal are often said to resemble a neck and throat. And self-heal is famous for relieving sore throats and for thyroid health. Hey, thanks again for spending your valuable time with me today. I hope you found today's episode helpful. And if you're a new listener, thanks for checking out the show. And don't forget that you can find all the recipes, links, and show notes over at herbswithrosaliepodcast.com. While you're there, you can subscribe and get updates when new episodes release and even submit your requests for future podcast episodes. The world needs more people who are connected to the earth and the healing gifts of plants. I'm so glad that you're here for this adventure. Thanks for listening. Thank you to Rising Appalachia for the use of their beautiful song, Resilience. Listen to more from Rising Appalachia at risingappalachia.com.